to the show. It is me. It is me, your girl, Laborley, a.k.a. Cat Lee. And we have now turned on to Ambitiously, the podcast. Ah! All right, y'all. Today, today is Wet and Wired Wednesday. Today, we just going off the top. Yeah. We just coming off the top of the dome with some stuff today. I got some things. Um, I just, today has just been a weird day for me. Um, well, I'll just say, and thank you. I'm glad to know that you can hear me loud and clearly because I was going to ask that next. Thanks, Doc, baby. Um, these last couple of weeks have been weird. How the rest of 2023 has been weird for me. I'm going to be honest with you, but what I've learned, and that's why the title of this show is The What. Not a question, just the what. Um, because I want to talk about a few things that I've witnessed and, and, and maybe even talk about a few things I've gone through and maybe we'll have a little conversation, maybe perhaps a question or two, and then I can, a- I can answer them honestly. Hold on, let me get things correct over here so I can make sure I can see everything when I need to see it. Um... Because if you don't know, one is, I say this all the time for those watching this podcast, I'm looking at several different screens at one time. Um, So I like to keep one screen up just for comments and so I can read the comments clearly without having to go back and forth um, to read them. And um, the other thing is, on the other screen, I'm making sure um, everything is everything. As far as what we're seeing, that's why I always say when it starts to freeze up, I know because I can see it on the screen above me as well because I'm watching it too. Um, Weird in all kinds of ways, Doc. It's been just 2023. I'm glad it's coming to an end. Um, I'll say, no, I'm going to say... I'm glad it's coming to an end soon, but I'm going to say all of 2023 was just a weird, weird, weird year for me. I don't know why it's been, like, starting from, you know, um, my traumatic breakup, (laughs) if we want to call it. It was kind of traumatic. Somebody almost got hurt. It wasn't me. It wasn't him. So it had to be the other party. Um, Because she don't know. She don't know. She don't know. She don't know. She don't know, honey. She don't know about this. She don't know about her. Um, but, you know, it all worked out for the best. Um, I'm, I'm supposing they're happy together. I wouldn't know. Because uh, <laughs> once I was out of that situation, I'm out of the situation. It's not too much more that I'm going to do um, at that point. So I guess they're happy together. I don't know. Um, but just weird stuff, even within my home, like things just start randomly, but I, I feel like I know where that started at, but things just randomly started breaking down and pipes started busting and you had these guys in my house for like a week or two working on the bathroom and then they gave one date but it was a whole nother date this week alone I I bumped into like a bunch of woke people who 
living conspiracy theories. So it had me thinking today, right? Especially this one person I ran into. And they start preaching to me about all the things I should do and stay woke, sister, and giving me all this banter. But a lot of the things that he was saying in between the stay woke sister and all the banter had me thinking. Um, because it was a lot of conspiracy theories in the, in, in theories in the middle of whatever he was saying to me. And so I'm not going to lie to you. Some of it I zoned out because, like, I'm not rude. But if it's just not making sense to me or it's not clicking, I'm going to zone out. Um, I'm not one of those type of people that you could just feed me any information and I'm just going to roll with it. Like, it has to make sense to for me and my brain. I just can't believe whatever you say, right? Um, so, he was one of those woke people who believe wholeheartedly in this conspiracy theories, right? Um, and he was going off. He was going in. He was going in. But then while he was doing all of that, and I'm zoned out, of course, I started thinking, do these, a lot of these so-called woke people... I understand that um, those conspiracies that you spew out at other people, telling them to say say stay woke, because you'll say um, you'll say something to the effect of, and they brainwashing you, and they putting the stuff in your head, and they taught it to you, so that's why you believe it. But who taught you that theory? Because you didn't wake up yesterday and just be like, you know what, um, the Earth is flat. Or you didn't wake up yesterday and say, you know what, um, there's this this portal in Antarctica. You didn't wake up. Um, you didn't wake up and just come out with these these theories out of nowhere. Somebody fed you the theory, and you rolled with it because to you in your mind it made sense. So I present a challenge. For everything that you spew out of people and you try so hard and so heartedly to convince them to do, I challenge you to look at those same theories that you're spewing out to them and then see, well, I, I guess, I don't know, I, never mind, because you believe it in your head anyway, so it's no matter what I say, you're going to believe it. Um, but I just challenge you to consider that other people believe, other people believe, have their beliefs and some of these people, just like yourself, may not be ready to switch over to your belief system. And that's okay. Because one thing that we've all been given when we blessed this earth was free will. And with that free will came freedom of thought. But, you know, who am I to tell you? But I, it, it was interesting. Because he held me for like a good... 20 minutes just spewing a whole bunch and then some things made sense you know and those are the things that I didn't zone out on but once you started reaching bruh I was zoned out and I was like in my mind I'm thinking like oh why did I have to run into you and you cool you know we grew up together we came up you know in the same neighborhood and all of that stuff but in my mind I was losing it because I was like, how much longer? And I try not to be rude to people. I try to be a very polite and diplomatic person. I'm uh, I'm, I'm a very um, justice-driven person. 
So, you know, and I do believe that you treat others the way that you would want to be treated. But in my mind, I was thinking like, please, most high heavenly father, get me out of here because I can't, my, my brain is about to explode. And that's how I felt. My brain was about to explode. He needed to spread his knowledge. Yeah, don't spread. That's fine. Here's the thing about spreading your knowledge. Spread it to those who want to seek your knowledge. You can tell when a person is uninterested in the things that you are saying. You can completely, completely tell. It's not hard to tell. It's an easy sign. You can tell because you can tell when a person is zoning out. Or... If you're black, then you know when somebody's really not playing any mind because they be like, mm, damn, for real? When you hear damn for real in a succession, you know they're not really listening. That's messed up. Or um, <laughs> it's a, so many other phrases. But you can catch them. You'll know them when you hear them. But you know they zoned out. <laughs> you know. Look, so spread your knowledge my friend, to someone who perhaps is seeking the knowledge. I, myself, was at the store. Yeah, word, really, yep. Damn. Uh, what's, it's, a, it's a few more on that list. I'm going to put that up in a second, Doc. But you can kind of tell when somebody... I was just in the store trying to make my purchase. I wasn't there for a long old speech about how you feel like I need to change my life, although you haven't seen me about in about... Let me see, my daughter's 11. So you haven't seen me in about 15 years. But um, I need to walk a different kind of way. You have no clue how I walk right now. And I've said this before. Well, let me put the... Let me... Before I move on to that, right, right real quick. Oh, what? Y'all hear my dog? She... Doing all that barking. Anyway, yeah, wording really are also on that list of, of things when people zone out. So, um, you know, just because you knew a person 20, 15, 20, 30, maybe 40 years ago, don't, does not mean that you know the person of today. Wait a minute, let me see what you said about my, my baby cricket. She's a dog, but she's my child. That's my fur baby. Let me see. <laughs> and she's going through some things right now. The dog is on, out on you. She, I don't know. No, the dog is out there hearing noises. Let me tell you something about my dog. She does not play with people being outside, even if you live next door. If she hear you talking, she going off on you. If she hear you walking, she going off on you. She's a good guard dog. I give her that. She be on point. Like, oh, who is in my yard? She don't play about that. Um, and she thinks she grown, even though technically she is grown, but the way I see it, she got to grow some more so she can grab her own food. She got to grow some thumbs and then I'll consider her grown. She got to be able to open doors for herself so she can go outside, all of that. Then she's grown. But anyway, I digress, Cricket. I digress. But anyway, yeah, stop thinking the people that you knew of yesteryear is the same people that you're going to run into today life happenstances changes people it changes people beyond all knowledge 
Like, I'm going to give you, I'm going to use myself, nobody else, because I like to use, I'll use myself in the, as an example before I use somebody else. So, the young me, the what? The young me, um, the young me, I would say, was from 15 to, i give it 20. She was out of here. 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 It was nothing you could tell her. She thought she was grown. Um, she was out here just living life, you know, wild and free. I didn't have any children at that moment. So, you know, I could do that. My friends all had kids. So, it would be more like, uh, yeah, uh, well, I'm going out tonight. I can't go because I don't got a babysitter. See y'all later. But I'm out. That's how my life was. Um, up until about... I'm going to say up until 2024. Because that's when I met my ex-husband. Yeah, I was a young... I was a rebel for real. I was. And I had no cause. I was definitely a rebel without a cause. Um, young being a rebel. Yeah, I was. I was rebellious. I was real rebellious. I was just living my best life. But one thing that I understood, well, two things that was understood about me back then was even though I was young, I carried myself like a grown woman. And you ask my DJ, he'll tell you. Oh, speaking of him, he'll be on the show very soon. But you can ask him because he's known me since I was 17. When he met me, he was he told me all the time, when I met you, y'all, you was already a grown-ass little woman. I was. I was. I was grown. I mean, I was a kid, but mentally, I had grown women thoughts. Um, but I wasn't grown. I was young and dumb. I just was. I got a little bit mature for for a girl of my my age. Um, and then two, I didn't. Yeah, salute to DJ Rukazi. Shout out to my DJ Go DJ because that's my DJ, and I got the mix today. Uh huh. Already here, working on the graphics because I gotta incorporate some new things in that graphic. But um, yeah, for sure, I for sure thought I was grown. Um, and two, I was in the street like I was out there, but I was always, you know, what I mean me. Um. I always did what I wanted to do. Was never ashamed of anything that I did. I just did what I wanted to do. Now, then I meet my ex-husband at the age of 20. Well, I met him on my birthday. So I actually had just turned 24. Yeah, I had just turned 24. So I met him and then we dated for a few years. And then by the time I was 27, I was married. Right. So that was a nice little stretch of time where I just was on some chill stuff because I was trying to play the the role of a wife. I was trying to be a wife even though I had no clue what the hell entailed and be you know what what came along with being a wife. I had no clue. Um and then I had a little short period of time where I had a little bit of freedom because I was I'm gonna be out here and do my thing but I'm not gonna get too tough into that. Um, let's just say, um, she wasn't ready for the change when the change came, which the change was me getting pregnant with my daughter. 
But um, yeah, I was I was doing my thing, and then I got with my daughter father. I stayed with him for a few years, and then I've had a few relationships and a few breakups, and so so forth and so forth. Right after after he and I broke up, um, so all of all of that is to say this. I've been through a lot of things, and that's just relationships. I ain't even get into my street life and how I transitioned from that life to, you know, some legitimate actions. Yeah. All of those things will change a person. You will go through phases and, you know, different outlooks on life. I remember I was with I I, I can incorporate here's one time I can incorporate the streets with my um my, my personal with a personal relationship. So I had started dating this dude when I was like I wanna say like fifteen, sixteen ish. Um, and we were off and on for years because he kept having kids on me. Like, now, one thing I say, and I'm going to get to that because that's a part of this conversation. But one thing I will say about this dude when he and I were together back in the day is he treated me like... I hate that. A queen, a princess. I, he treated me like royalty. Um, he just had a problem with keeping his, his thing in his pants. But he treated me very well. Um, and a lot of that relationship was incorporated with the streets. You feel me? Like, he was a street, he was a hood dude. He was out there. He was getting it from the mud. I was his Bonnie. And so, you know how that looks from there. But, see, again time will change you experiences will change you because we wind up linking up a few years after that and um well again we were off and on though it was an off and on thing off and on thing so um this last time we were on we got back on and um i sat and i was having a conversation with him and the conversation went a little something like when we gonna leave these streets alone because at that point i'm getting older um i think yeah, I was getting older by that point. So I was like my early 20s or whatever. Like before I got met my ex-husband. And um, so I'm like, when we going to leave these streets alone? Like, uh, you know, like we can't do this, the street stuff forever. I'm trying to keep my um, language. Um, no, he ain't my soulmate. Because I'm going to tell you what happened to him after this. But something about how we ch- we living right now has to change. And that's when, <clears throat> I ain't going to lie. around that time I was in college so my mind started to shift on how I wanted to live my life and he looked at me and he told me as long as his kids is eating he don't care about nothing else and I'm like well what about the other kids that see you um see you out here doing what you're doing every day we can't keep living like this and um he was like he don't give a I'm good to cuss now. Okay, good. I can let it fly. Doc said I'm good to cuss. He said, I don't give a fuck about nobody kids. As long as my fucking kids are eating, I don't give a fuck about no kids seeing me doing this. And in that moment, I was like, all right, I got to let you go. I stopped saying... That was the last day we saw each other for 10 years. Now, fast forward, we see each other later. um, And a lot of things happened to him, but I didn't hold him, you know, hold that... You know what I mean? Like, he got in car accidents, and so a lot of, you know, things went 
Uh, sounds like who got a little choked up? I'm getting choked up, not over no nigga. Anyway, so um, yeah. So I didn't see him for another ten years, and then the ten years passed, and I wound up running into him. We started talking again, and everything about him from the time that I started seeing him again was like mm, red flag, red flag, red flag. I would get annoyed just being in his presence sometimes. It got to the point where he wanted to be around me all the time. Never mind, never told me that he was married and he had a wife. I had to find out on my own. I had to play detective. Um, and so I'm still trying to figure out how he, he was managing to be around me all the time. Meanwhile, he got a wife. Um, and it was just a lot of uh, uh, red flags for him. But the, the last red flag for me, well, I'm, it's the combination. This, it was like two red flags in one. So the last red flag for me was um, I had some merchandise. Because, you know, I'm a hustler, I hustle. You know, I got side hustles and everything. So this happened to be one of my other hustles. Um, and I was slinging cosmetics. Um, Laura Mercer... Um, Kevin um <laughs> Trish McAvoy, all the top in cosmetics or whatever. I was slinging them things, right? Um, and I had like a little bit of inventory left. I was trying to get those those things. And I had like a whole bunch. I don't know why I had a lot of Bath and Body Works stuff too. I was trying to get rid of that stuff too. I'm not really a Bath and Body Works kind of girl. But um, so... He like, I'm going to help you get it off real quick. I'm going to help you get you, uh, your, your rocks off real quick. I'm a, um, I'm a hood, he a hood dude, so I'm going to take it in the hood, get get it off, right? But then I kept asking him, you know, I gave it a little while, and I'm asking him, like, well, what's up? Because if you can't move the product, give it back to me. I'll move it because I had people who were requesting certain items or whatever. So he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I got it, I got it. So then another week goes by, and I'm like, y'all, what's up? You know what I mean? You can't move the product. Give it back to me. I'll move it. So he's like, um, I left it at my home girl. My, well, my homeboy house. His baby mother got it. She's supposed to be getting it off. Y'all. Hold on. Because what I'm about to say. It deserves all of that. Um, so. Now I'm furious. Because I'm like, how dare you leave my shit at somebody. And it's makeup. It's cosmetics. It's makeup. Makeup has a, a a time limit. Well, certain pieces of makeup have a time limit. Um, so I called my peoples, who actually is my business partner when it comes to the radio station. Called y'all. This dude and dropped my products at somebody's house. I got the address. Can you take me to go grab my stuff real quick? Yo, come scoop me. We go to the house. I called him because I know he always got my back. And ain't nothing happening to me when he around, right? So, and just in case I needed some backup, I called the right backup. So, we get there, I knock on the door, Shorty bring me my bag. It wasn't nothing crazy, so I wind up getting all my products back. And then I wind up getting them off myself. So, that was red flag number one in the two red flags in one. Number two... Um, I had just got a nice little check, a nice chunky little check. Um, so I had my money set up a certain kind of way because, you know, you try to not spend. I'm not one of those people who just like, I get money, I have to spend it all at one time. No, that's not how I get down. I try to at least save some money, build money, things like that, rainy day money, things like that. Um, 
But this particular time, he like, yo, I need you to do me a favor. So I'm like, all right. He was like, well, I want you to come kick it with me. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I I got to drop my daughter off to school. And then after I drop her off to school, you know, I got some time. What up? So he like, all right, cool. So he like, all right. I need to, um, so he was like, I'm going to grab, because at the time he wasn't driving, because remember I told you he had got a few car accidents, so he kind of like my stop. So he's like, I'm going to grab a cab, and I'm going to come scoop you, and then we going to go to the tally the whole time. So I'm like, all right, cool. All right, you know, whatever, cool. You know, we want some alone time, let's go. We get to the hotel, and he like, can you pay for the cab for me real quick? Um, I'm, I got to run and I'm going to run upstairs, get this money. I'll get right back to you. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I pay for the cab. And he like, um, matter of fact, um, can you grab the hotel room too? I'm going to give it all to you at once. Fail swoop. So I'm like, all right, cool. Cause remember this is the dude when we were younger, he took good care of me. Right. So I, all right, cool. Get the hotel room, pay for the cab. So I'm waiting for him to come back. And he comes back, we in the room, we kicking it for a little bit. Nothing crazy, we ain't doing nothing, whatever. Um, my mother had made me food before I left, so I'm sitting in there eating the food that she had made me before I left. And um, then all of a sudden, he brings some dude in the room, and they, like, having little side conversations. I'm not included in the conversation, because, like, they walk to the back to the bathroom and have a conversation. So, mind you, time is just dwindling. And if I'm not anything, I'm a good mom. I don't. It's nothing a dude can make me do to to not be a good mom. So, um, and yeah, I will drop a nigga real quick when it comes to my kid, right? So, I'm looking at the time, like, oh, okay. My daughter, at that time, was getting out of school at 3 o'clock. Well, yeah, I think she get around at the same time she get out there. But around 3 o'clock. Now, mind you, it's like 2, so I'm like, yo, and I still got to get back to my house to then I gotta go to the school. So I'm like, yo, I gotta get out of here. And it was just a weird vibe. And he was like, Alright, well, you know, I'm um I'ma get you the money a little later on, right? So I was like, Alright, cool. He like, I'ma bring it to your house. So I'm like, Alright, cool. So I leave. I get in the cab, I dip but now I'm mad because I have money for my smoke. I, well, I had money for the smoke, but now I gotta go to the bank and get the money because I done spent the money that I had out for the smoke on the hotel room in the cab. So, um, I get to the crib, get my daughter, all of that. Now, mind you, now it's 7, 8 o'clock at night. I'm like, yo, where's your head with my money? I ain't got my smoke, though. But, where's your head with my money? So, I'm calling me like, nah, I got you, y'all, for like a week. We go through this little back and forth game or whatever. Then he bring me this little bum-ass polo sweatsuit just because I said I like that. My favorite color is blue and specifically indigo blue and that was the color of the sweatsuit but it was his sweatsuit he had already worn it i done seen him in it a couple of times whatever he bring me the sweatsuit and he like yeah hey, i bought you some smoke too it's in there with the, um with that and i'm like all right cool so i go look in the bag ain't nothing but he had already hurried up and got low i look in there ain't no money in there ain't no smoke in there all that's in there is that punk ass sweatsuit so now i'm mad i'm furious what i learned was in that situation, well, it's what let's get to the hotel part. The hotel part is this I felt like, um, fuck that thought. I spent a hundred and fucking seventy five dollars that day. Fuck a thought, 
That's why she was not $175 worth of thought. Sorry. And especially when it's been worn a zillion times. Um, but anyway, I don't give a fuck about no sweatsuit. Nigga, I want my money back. I don't play about my dog. But anyway, um, so fast forward, I started thinking about the hotel situation and how I was lined up, how all of that went down. And y'all, I really think at the end of the day, he was trying to pimp me to the dude. But dude could feel that I wasn't on that tip. So it didn't work out that way. Down for me paying for the cab to get there, me paying for the hotel room or whatever. But let me tell you about that $175. This is what I learned about the 100 Sometimes you got to chuck some stuff up as a loss and consider it a win. See, I lost $175 that day, but I won clarity. I won... Um, I want I want a lot of clarity because what I realized about that nigga was he wasn't ever gonna be shit. Um, two, I saw him for what he really was and all of that good stuff. And then he finally oh, this is where it go gets crazy because now he calling me and he calling me. I'm not fucking with him now. I'm mad. I'm like fuck. It, I just lost 175 dollars. Um, that's just gonna be what it is. I lost 175 dollars. Um. But now he wants my attention, so he's calling me, he's calling me, he's calling me. And um, when I do finally answer, then he told me his wife got a big house and all of this good stuff. Um, yeah. I f- I, I'm going to tell you why. I feel like $175, I got that $175 back a few times. Several times. Multiple times. Many times over. So yes, clarity that cost me $175 was a lot. But he called me, and he was calling me. And finally, I answered. Then he started cracking slick. Then he says, oh, my wife got a big house. It's bigger than your house. And um, she got money, too. And I'm like, oh, now you admit that you're married. Because, see, he wouldn't admit that he was married before, right? Um, So, oh, now I know you're married. Part of my clarity. Um, So that that's part of that $175. Then, um, he just, all right, you know, now you're saying that to me, you disrespectful little bitch. And I hung up. I ain't had nothing else to say. Then he started sending me messages. And the last message that he was allowed to love me, um, send me said, I love you, Al, because a lot of people call me Al. So he called me Al Boogie. Um, Mo called me Al Al because my name is, my birth name is Labora. Um, so people call, always call me Al. So he was like, I love you, Al, and I always have, and I blocked that ass. $175 is not a lot of money. It wasn't like I lost $17,500. I lost $175. But I gained clarity that he won shit. He was never going to be shit. And that was that. So I was cool, and I mean, and then I ain't like how he dealt with my daughter either. So that wasn't gonna work for me. I don't. I'm, I can never date a man who mistreats my daughter, at all. Period. She's a princess. You better treat her as such. Um, but then we gonna fast forward a little bit. So my sister works in a casino here in Baltimore, and she started seeing him at the casino all the time, panhandling, and scamming the customers of the casino. And he used to pillow talk. So he used to tell me stuff about his homeboy and his homeboy's little habits. 
So, yeah, I've dodged a bullet. And that $175, it was well worth the money to get his ass out of my life forever. I ain't never seen him since. I ain't never talked to him since. You feel me? And I think that that plays a part in him knowing the old me versus knowing the older, um, the, the older, mature me and thinking that maybe he can run some of the same game that he might have ran back then, but he never tried to put me out back then, but the way the situation looked, I saw it as him trying to put me out. Um, but maybe whatever games he played back then, he thought he could carry them on to the older years, and I was in my 30s at that point, so it's just like, what? And then I left him alone. Um, I wasn't his girlfriend. That was a great thing about it. Um, we was just, like, dating to see if we could rekindle something. Um, so then I went back into my zone of I want to be single. I don't want a damn boyfriend. Fuck that shit. Also, it was a whole movement behind that shit. And I'm kind of on that movement right now. I'm just not as aggressive with it as I was back then. But yeah, it was a whole movement. I went a whole year like, fuck having a boyfriend. I just want to be free and single. And so I was doing that. Um, and he just happened to come at a time where I was in that movement. Like, he came at a, the time where I was just like, yo, I'm not... Whatever. We could kick it, but yo, that's why I was saying my wife got a bigger house. Yeah, that's what he told me. <laughs> like, he was shitting on me or something. Because his wife had a bigger house. But I'm like, but she still got your dumb ass. She still got to deal with your dumb ass. So her big house is not a benefit if she got to deal with your dumb ass. And then not only that, she got kids by you. So she kind of stuck with you for life. So, yeah. Yeah. That was a lesson. A hell of a lesson. I don't know if he caught me slipping. You feel me? I don't think that's a caught me slipping type of situation, Doc. I think it was a, a situation of we had a puppy love because we were really young when we started dating each other and we were trying to rekindle what we could rekindle. But, um, he out of here now because one thing about this girl right here, when I say you gone, you the fuck gone. You ain't going to be in my presence. There's no need for you to be in my presence. We don't deal with each other. We ain't, like, for what? Worked his way back in with Kat. And temporarily. Because if I tell you how long that shit lasted, that shit lasted about three months. He didn't have a good year with me, so he didn't really necessarily... He was trying to work his way back in. But then I started saying all the fuck shit. All the fuck boy shit. So he had to go. And then he was panhandling. My sister said he would be down there nodding off. Like, it was crazy. So, I dodged a bullet, and then I just went back to not, you know, just being single and free like Maya. That's how I worked it. Um, I think that the benefit of all of the things that I experienced is, though, I'm able to, like, even if we dated back in the day, and I did, by chance, double back, which I'm rare to do that. But with him, it was different, because we dealt with each other for the longest time. Um... But I'm fortunate enough to, when the situation does present itself again, to be able to take those lessons I've learned throughout life and apply them. Like, I said it before. If it don't look right to me, okay, I've seen this situation before. I ain't doing that again. Let me get the fuck out of here. I'm one of those type of people. So, um, and I stand on that shit. If I don't want to deal with you, I'm not going to fucking deal with you. Um... 
And that's just what it is. And I don't have to. And I will not. Um, you go your way and I'm going to go mine. Fall from grace for him sounds like, yeah. I don't know if it's great. I don't know what the fuck he fell from. It sounds like fall from... No, I'm not going to go there with him. But yeah, so that happened. And he had to get out of here. I don't play. like Because it's not only me now. See, when I was young, I probably would have dealt with a lot of shit. But now I'm responsible for somebody else's life. Very responsible for that person's life. And that's my my kid. So I'm just... No, I'm not with the fuck shit. Take that shit the fuck on. And it takes me a long time to allow you to meet my kid. Now, in his circumstance, the good thing was my kid was really small and she wasn't really around him. He was, like, around her, like, once. And that one time was enough for me that did it. Um, nope. Mm-mm. You know, you you not it. Um, but, yeah, it, it takes me a long time for me to have my kid really around you. Um, I had guys that I've dated that just like, well, why not? I ain't even meet your kid. Yeah, yeah that's the reason. Because I don't want her getting attached to you and you are temporary. Like, get out of here. I don't want her getting no kinds of shit. How? I was with somebody for five years, and she got attached to that person, and me and that person no longer together. But in all fairness, we were together for five years. Um, She got attached to him just like I got attached to his kids. You feel me? Like, so that makes all the sense. But, yeah, I'm not with you hanging out and being around my daughter like that because, um, yeah, I don't want her getting attached to some fool who is not going to be around or is just temporary or I don't even know if I like the person like that. You know what I mean? I don't need her getting attached to that. Not at all. She here forever. You might be temporary, or you could be my father thing, but I don't know that just yet. So I gotta move accordingly, and I gotta um, move with caution. Um, sad situation. What's the sad situation, Doc? What is the sad situation? <laughs> That's what I need to know. What's the sad situation? Well, life happens. I'm one of them people, though. I try to be optimistic, although I have my pessimistic. Yeah, it is a sad... Now, that is a sad thing because, like I said, um, she grew attached to him. I grew attached to his kids and grandkid because he had one grandkid. And um, they got attached to each other. And then shit happens, and he and I are not together anymore. I'm supposing he in a relationship with the shorty that, you know, he chose to mess with while he's messing with me, so maybe they attached to her now. I don't know, but I just can't move like that with my kid. You know, like, I I, I take my motherhood very seriously. I do, and I think not enough people do take that seriously, because kids, kids have feelings, and you get in a relationship with somebody, and it, you... Uh, it's a real relationship. They are in a relationship. They're not in a relationship to that extent of, you know, the things that you do as an adult. But now you're in a relationship with the person, so you start having that person around your kid. And if they got kids, and you start being around their kids. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's... Dating as a single parent is weird. I'm trying to tell you. When they get attached, then the relationship fails. Yeah. And the crazy part about I will say this. My kid, she met him, uh, I want to say, 
Because he courted me way before we got into a relationship. She met him the first year we got into a relationship. But we had been dating years before she ever met him, though. It's just we entered. Because I, I like to be specific about that, too. There's there's friendship, there's courting, and then there's dating. I mean, the courting and the dating kind of go together, and then you're in a relationship. Ah, so it's stages to that. So I didn't. I he courted me for years. It took him two years just to get inside me. So, <laughs> but in all fairness, it's not because I was like I gotta wait two years to give you something. It was more like. He was my friend before he became anything, so it was weird. And so I was just like, no, this is weird. You're my friend. Like, we're not supposed to be doing that. And then, um, so for two years, he pursued me. Now, I'm not going to say it was like a two straight years. It was like, him. he started, and then I was like, no, and then he stopped for a little while, and then he came back, and he started again, and I was like, no, but that happened for like two years and then finally at the end of the second year I was like fuck it you know I mean he's been trying all this time he's very consistent and persistent so I'm gonna give him a shot and then we dated for a few years off and on for a few years um in between that time and then um we became an item but by that time like so the whole relationship she was close to him he was close to her they was cool um, he was good to her, treated her like the princess that she is. Vice versa to his princess, treated them very well. They was my boys, went to football games. Um, <laughs> we, t- we did family stuff together and stuff like that. So it does get kind of crazy when you involve the kids, which is why I'm very, very adamant about being cautious about whom I bring around my kid. I don't play that mess. Like, I don't know how long you're going to be around. I'm going to keep bringing you around my kid for No, mm-mm. She's perfectly fine the way she is. I just told y'all last night, they just switched her from the regular curriculum to um, gifted and talented curriculum. So, I don't play about her. I don't play about her. I be ready to fight kids behind her, so... They don't want to smoke. But if they look like they my age, they can get all this work. Um, and especially about her. Uh, but anyway, let's get to this love. I gotta show some love. It's time for some love. I just wanted to have... It's just a weird, crazy year. But it's coming to an end, and I'm more than certain 2024 is gonna be the it for me. I, I, I'm more than certain. But yeah, let's get to these love notes. I'm trying to be on time tonight, Doc. You see me, you see me. I'm trying to be on time tonight. I'm trying to get all this together. I'm trying not to linger. Um, so, explanation about the love notes, because I always have to give this explanation at this point. I used to call it love. I used to come with a stack of papers. Doc used to laugh at me. Like, oh, all them papers or whatever. So he would call them show notes, and I would argue with him. Like, no, it's not show notes. It's love. It's love. And so we combined the two together. Love plus show notes equals love notes. So we get right get to the love real quick. Oh, man. I love my listening audience. So I'm shout out to first 
to my viewing audience. Big shout out to you if you're watching from YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch. I appreciate the support and the love. YouTube, I see, I see how y'all, y'all trying to, trying a little bit. We're going to try a little bit harder. Make sure you hit the like button. Um, and if you subscribe, make sure you hit the, um, little bell. Um, uh, you know the little bell the little subscribe and the bell so you can be notified for when we are going live because we will be always going live but anyway let me get to the love to the love to the love hold on <laughs> oh man it's all love thank you for all of the love big shout out to my top six the united states the united kingdom india france Canada and Belgium, specifically Brussels. I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning into this podcast and the big support. I love you. Russia, Indonesia, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, Turkey, Switzerland, Germany, Mexico, Austria, Philippines, and Kenya. I love you, babies. Thank you. Pakistan, Romania, South Africa, Nigeria, Brazil, Netherlands, Singapore, Spain, Japan, Ireland, and Nepal. I love you all. I do. Thank you so much for the support. Um, Raiders, uh, Israel, Hong Kong, China, Poland, Tunisia, um, Venezuela, Czech Republic, Portugal, and Morocco. Hi, babies. I love you so much. Thank you for all the love, all of the support. Don't get it twisted because I say the other countries first, the top six first, that I love any of you any less. I love you all the same. I love you all on an equal playing field. But I shout them out first because they download them. They they really come and they support and they download this podcast. Them top six. It's serious, boo. Now, don't get it. You can get moved out the top six if somebody else come up and bump you out. But until then, you're in the top six, and I love you. So, the United States, the United Kingdom, France, India, and um, Belgium, they've been in my top six because they support heavy, and I love them for that. And I, oh, I. Mm, I love them for that. I got the hiccups a little bit. Don't mind. Don't pay my hiccups. Don't mind. <laughs> but it's big love to them, man. Big love. So make sure you remember to drop. Just hit the like button. Um, makes it seem. Makes it seems like it's been forever with the love notes. Um, Dino dance. <laughs> Dino dance. Listen, the love notes have been forever. This has been a build up, like. You got to think, those love notes were not always prevalent to the show because I started this three years ago in um, July of 2024 to be four years. So that's accumulation of countries coming through and and showing love. And then by the time you got here, um, Doc, I was still holding the papers. And I had been doing that for a minute. So, you know, we, we've come a long way. We've come a long way. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. So I got some things that I have to say because I say them every show. And I'm going to say it this show. Remember, you can always join the conversation. You can drop a comment. You can call in. You can text um, 443-850-4828. 443-850-4828. Um, or you can ask me to drop the link I will as long as you're on your best behavior because one thing you need to know is whatever you do 
it's live, it's on screen. We don't want any lewd and um, lucidious uh, behavior. We don't need that. I don't want to see that. Trust me, I might be single now, but it is not an issue for your girl to get what she needs if she wants it. I'm just on show right now. Um, so, But just be on your best behavior, all right? Um, but I'm going to read your information live. So if you're on um, texting or dropping a comment, it'll be on the screen if you're dropping a comment, though. Um, remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Every like, every share, and every subscription is appreciated, it's needed, is wanted. It's all of those things. So hit the like button. Share this podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. I'm trying to love on everybody. And subscribe. And then once you subscribe, hit the little bell so that you can stay on top of when we go on live. Check out the website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Uh, join our coffee. Coffee.com um, amb- slash ambitiously ENT. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm not going to put all the other stuff up here because it's not, tonight is not that kind of night, but we're going to talk about it. Um, so, yeah, do that. Doc said we are worldwide. Y'all don't be out here panhandling. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's what the nigga do now. Well, I don't know what he do now because she said she ain't seen him in a while. But, you know, when you got a sister that work at a job where everybody be at, like, you could kind of get the tea for real. And so, and she knew what he looked like. So, she was like, let me tell you what I know. And I was like, girl, spill the gab. Give me all the gab. Um, <laughs> so, that's what it is. Top flight, catch the vibes with Cat Lee. She dodged a bullet and mature. Amen, I did. Amen, amen, I ain't. I, amen. Hey, you big purr. I did dodge a bullet, and I'm happy I did. I've dodged a bullet a couple of times, though. I'm just, uh, I'm lucky in that. Um, sometimes it takes a little bit longer than others, but I'm pretty good at seeing the red flags and dodging the bullets. Um, I think when it comes to the puppy love situation, though, I, I wanted that to be something more than when it was ever going to be. And in my five-year relationship, that's the crazy part, because I never... Though he was good at making sure I never had no clue or so, saw no signs of him doing his dirt. You feel me? Again, he treated me well. Now, what I was going to say to you before I get out of here is this, because I got time. The crazy part is... I've come to this epiphany, right? Which is... In relationships, you even going to have... And it's... I mean, you might can have it all, like a faithful good man who treats you well. But in my experience, I've had um, men who weren't monogamous, so to speak, but they treated me amazing. Then I had the men who were monogamous but treated me like shit. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just... I don't know. Maybe I'm just supposed to be not with anybody. I don't know. Hey, you big perk. Um, I don't know, but it's just weird how that goes. And so I think those moments where I go through my little movement of um, fuck a boyfriend, I called it the fuck a boyfriend movement. Um, <laughs> it's good for me because it gives me time to 
clear my head out. But what I will say is all of those experiences that I've had over the years have taught me what I do want and what I don't want in a man. It's taught me to see shit for what it is. And it's taught me not to expect shit from anybody because you you only disappoint yourself when you have high expectations for people. So it taught me a lot. But yeah, AU Big Pearl. I gotta... I'm gonna have to... We're going to have to do something about this AU Big Pearl. I feel like that could go far. So we're going to do something about that. Um, but anyway, yeah, I learned my lessons. And hopefully we all learn our lessons, you feel me? Like, we got to... Yeah, we're doing something with this AU Big Pearl, Doc. Um, but life lessons, but just... Just don't expect much. And watch out for the weirdos, because there's a lot of them out here. And just just do the best you can at being a good person yourself. One thing about me, again, I'm very diplomatic, so some certain things that probably... Oh, I'm diplomatic to a point, because I have my breaking point. I do. I have my breaking point. And that's in all situations, not just relationships. Um, that's in friendships. That's in family ship. That's in parenthood that's in uh you know relationships i have my breaking point and when i get to that breaking point i explode so i've I've always said this on this podcast and i'm gonna continue to say because then that way people know and then they have a reference point and so that they never can be like well i didn't know you do know if you pay attention do not break the glass and do not push that fucking button. Because you break that glass and push that button, you're going to get her. I'm trying to tell you. That's that Libra shit. That Libra, we, we we nice for the most part. But we do have a dark side that you don't want no parts of. So just tread lightly. Tread very lightly. Um, love and relationships. A wild ride. Yeah, I guess. I just say it like this. If you go in with no expectations, you leave with no heart, no damage. You feel me? Or a little, barely. You're going to leave with some damage, perhaps. But maybe not as much as you would have left when you had all these expectations for a person who... You really should blame yourself for expecting them to be what you wanted them to be. Lessons. I've learned. I'm learning. I just don't do that with people. Just like, I don't... I'm not gonna... Like... <laughs> I'm just not gonna deal with people's shit. I don't have the patience. So you show me the red flags. That tell me that that red flag is saying, exit, stage left, run, nigga, run! That's what that, that red flag is telling me. Don't you sit in this. Get out of here. And that's what the red flags tell me. Um. So, yeah. That's what it is. I don't care. I don't mind it. I think it's... You know, the best way to be, I'd rather get out of the situation than to stay in a situation that's toxic and make me angry all the time. And yeah, run, run, um, (laughs) disperse. Listen, I just don't think that you should stay in situations because that are you know, toxic, and if you see that it's a toxic situation, no matter how much you care for the person, it's not gonna be what you want it to be, no matter how much you think you can fix a person, you cannot. 
only that person can fix a, fix their, their own issues. No matter how much you think a person is going to change, they're probably not. Some people are set in their ways. Some people will change, but only when they want to change. So just understand that math and everything. The math will be math. And I'm trying to tell you. Understand it. Yeah. Disperse. Disperse. Get out of here. Um, but, um... <laughs> You got the math got to be math, and if the math ain't mathing, don't try to force the equation. I think that's the simplest way I could put it. So yeah, at this point, that's where I'm at with it. I don't even rock with all the extras. You doing too much. You doing too much. You gotta go. I can't deal. I can't deal. Yeah, it is time for that part. So first things first, mind your business, except for media Mondays. We are mind the business for you. It's called the gab beat. I come and bring you all of the gab, honey. All of the tea. All of the gossip. I bring you all of that on Media Mondays. So make sure you hear on Media Mondays. You tune in on Media Mondays. And I will tell you what needs to be told. Um, you can check us out on our YouTube page. Ambitiously the podcast. Just type it in. Type it in the browser. It'll pop up. Trust me. You can Google Ambitiously the podcast. You can Google Ambitiously Entertainment. You can Google and you will, you're bound to find at least 11 to 12 pages of us alone. So, yeah, do that. Um, but anyway, yeah, other than that, mind your business. Um, you could be nosy right there, though. Um, make sure you tune in for the tap in. We got Professor Doc, who is in the building right there. Doc, 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 Professor Doc. He come with the the ill-ass final exam. Um, little hip-hop trivia. It's fun. I'm up, though. I'm up. I'm up. I'm back up, y'all. I feel good. I feel confident. I feel I feel confident that I can keep the streak going. Whew! I felt like I was on ESPN for a second. But anyway, um... <laughs> I feel it. I feel like we can keep this, this streak going. My team, you know, we working hard out here in the paint, you know, all that good stuff. But um <laughs> and then we got, you know, me, Doc, and King Knox, we sit down and we have a conversation about whatever we pull out the bag. It's time for a refill. But it's a it's much fun. Last night was an excellent show, by the way. Um, go back and check that out if you will. But other than that, mind your business. Love your babies, hug your babies, encourage your babies. You are the first line of defense. You're the first line of encouragement. You're the first line of love. You're the first line of all of those things. They look for you for to, they look for you to be all of those things. So remember to tell them that they are the go they are the greatest of all times. Um, if they want to work for NASCAR, tell them to be the best NASCAR driver, pit boss, commentator. I don't know what else they do at NASCAR. I just really don't. If they want to work for NASA, tell them to be the best astronaut, engineer, um, receptionist, janitor, secretary, or whatever the hell else they do over there at NASA. I don't know. I never worked there either. But the point is, encourage them to be the greatest them, the greatest of all times when it comes to being them. I know I'm only up one, but let me have my moment. Damn it. If I want to be like I'm on ESPN, Doc, then I damn it, I'm on ESPN. Yeah, my team, we worked hard. We we prepared, even though we ain't prepared for shit. We, all that we knew was this 2012. I don't never know what Dr. Ray pull out the fucking bag, but yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I feel like I'm on football. I might 
next happen, I might have to wear my Ravens jersey so I can really feel the moment. Um, but anyway, so, but uh, stay in your lane. Everybody's lane is not your lane. You have your lane. They have theirs. Just stay in yours. You jump in mine. You already know what you're going to get. You don't want that chick. She crazy. She is insane. You don't want no parts of her. That's that's what you get when you break the glass and push the button. You get her. You don't want that. You want her. She's nice, sweet, kind, and cuddly and all that good stuff. Oh, my gosh. She is so sweet, kind, and cuddly. And... You definitely want her. Because <laughs> if baby, big purr, if a girl is purring, she's a happy, happy, happy girl. You want her. You want me to purr. Big purr. Hey, you, big purr. Damn it. Yeah. I, I, I pulled it out. I pulled it out. I ain't rocked it on y'all yet. But yeah, I got a Ravens jersey. I matter of fact, I got a Lamar Jackson jersey. Who want it? Let's go. Let's go. I have a Flacco jersey, too. I should burn that bitch because he was horrible. But um, my dad bought it, so I just kept it. Whatever. You know, my family knows how I feel about my Ravens. And they indulge me. I got a keychain. I don't even got my keys in here. But I got a keychain that says, I am a Ravens girl. I used to have one. I shirt that said I was a Lakers girl, too. Um, all of my teams wear purple. Even my high school um, colors was purple and gold. That's what it is. Yeah. But all my favorite teams wear purple. So, yeah. Yes, the Ravens jersey. I'm going to bring it out. Um, But last but not least, pick and choose your battles wisely. Every battle is not a battle for you to fight. Some battles, you got to be like, you know what? You won. You got that. You got that. I did that with my last breakup. I could have kept battling with the bitch, but I refused. You know what, bitch? You won. You got that. Because <laughs> what he was to me, he going to be that to you, too. You won. You got that. Um, And it is what it is. Like, pick and choose your battles wisely. Every battle is not a battle to be fought. And remember, there is a war going on outside. Mob Deep told y'all already, you need to listen. And no man is safe from it. So just worry about the war. Don't worry about the bullshit-ass battles. Life moves on. You're going to be all right. Sometimes you got to use my three phases. Okay, you got that. <laughs> That's one. Okay, you got that. You won. Um, And get the fuck out of here. That's my last one. Like, don't, don't play with me. Get out of here. All right, y'all. I'm tired of going back and forth with you. I'm not getting ready to do that. I'm not getting ready. I'm a non-confrontational person anyway, so if you bring the conf- if you want the ruckus, you can get this motherfucking ruckus. Don't bring the ruckus. Um, yeah. Just keep it cool and copacetic. I'm cool with that. What up, Rock? I did put your comment up early. Where you been at? Because we've been talking all night long. Suck. No. We ain't been talking all. But we've been talking for an hour and three minutes now. And you was not in the conversation. You got to start joining in these conversations and stop giving me these looks. And join the conversation. Say more than the eyeballs and we cool. You know, you got, I expect a little bit more from you. You've been here long enough. And you started it. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm going to stop fussing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Because I was getting ready to say, we started this conversation <laughs> with OnlyFans. I don't... We have come a long way, Rock. We have come a mighty, mighty long way to where as though you should be in my conversations. Thank you very much. 
But thanks for the hey, boo. Hi, boo. Uh, <laughs> hey, rock, honey. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, so, you know. Life brings you lemon. Make orange juice. That's what I say. Tired of lemonade. I like orange juice a lot. So if they bring me lemons, I'm making orange juice with it. Let's go. Um, but you know, it's all good. I just say just worry about the war though, people. Don't worry about the small, minute bullshit battles. Everybody is not worthy of your time, of your effort. Everybody's just not worthy. Some people just don't deserve to be in your presence. Some people just don't deserve you, and that's okay. They'll get a little bit of your time, but they some people just really don't deserve you. And if you're a really good person, you got a really kind heart, unfortunately, we get fucked over the most, but we just got to start being wiser. Oh, you guys with tequila. I mean, I might join that party too, though. Doc. <laughs> oh my God. Look, the dog going off again. I might need a little te- tequila too, though. I mean, you know, margaritas. I don't know. But yeah. Um, you know, you got to make something other than lemonade, though. Lemonade get boring. Oh, uh, but yeah, a little tequila never hurt nobody else. I and you follow after my own heart. Little tequila never hurt nobody. Plus, I'll be having a hangover the next morning. But anyway, um, yeah, just don't worry about that bullshit, though. But what I'm gonna say with that, y'all, I love you guys so much. If you just coming in the building, because I see a few people who just entered in on the YouTube side. Um, please watch the playback and then you'll get to understand what exactly we was talking about. You'll understand why I'm talking about tequila. Why are we talking about lemons, tequila, and orange juice? Um, it's a lot that I said, so you missed a lot, but make sure you watch the playback. You'll, you'll, you'll get it. Um, but big shout out to y'all that came through and joined the live at the end. I appreciate you so much. Don't forget to hit that like button. Hit the like, hit the like, hit the like. Hit the subscribe and then hit the bell so you can get notifications. And that's that simple. But with that being said, I do got to get out of here, y'all. I'm already running over a little bit. See y'all on Friday for fi- for this bomb-ass fire mix I'm sitting on. It's I got it. I got it already. I got it today. I mean, actually, I got it this morning around 8 o'clock. So I've, I have it. And you'll have it on Fire Friday. So make sure you tune in. Fire Friday, 930 YouTube, Ambitiously the Podcast, Twitch, freaking um, Facebook. It'll be available. And to hear the full mix, I will provide the link. Trust me. You're going to love it. Um, And with that being said, I got to go, y'all. I love y'all. Be safe out here. Stay out of trouble. Bye. If the thing ever come on. (laughs) What is going on here? I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's real weird. Bye.